0: Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from hosts and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical, or occupational therapist for medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist and from other caregivers like yourself. And here is your host, Consuela Marshall. Hello, I'm Consuela and I'm an occupational therapist.
1: And on this podcast, you get to learn about your role as a caregiver. You get to embrace your limitations, learn how to best provide for the needs of your loved one in a safe and efficient manner. And you get to know that you're not alone. Look, every caregiving story is so different. And it's you who get to write that caregiving story for your life. You get to learn how to take care of your loved ones. You get to learn how to accept that you cannot do it all. And you get to learn what to let go. And you get to learn how to what to pick back up, how to pick back up your life, how to walk in tune with your life while also caring for your loved one. Look, I believe you can still find a way of taking care of your loved ones while also taking care of yourself. So stay tuned. We've got some caregiving to talk about. Hi, family caregivers. Welcome to another episode of Caregivers Finding a Foothold. And I'm Consuela, and it is so glad to be back here. It's already December and has the time flown by this year. But I know what is really the case with all caregivers. You still are here. You're still feeling a need in your loved one's life. And I want to say thank you for that. And, And I want to also extend a belated Happy Family Caregivers Month, which was in November and hope everyone felt loved and appreciated and know that we honor you every month, every day as you are continuing to show up. And on this podcast, as I continue to expand and just evolve this podcast, I just want to announce that in January, I am going to now just have a regular um, set of guests here, other professionals in the field of aging and elderly care that can be a part of the podcast that is going to be able to share information to you that you can also use that will help lighten the load of caregiving. So stay tuned for January, 2023, as we have many of interesting guests that will be here on the podcast to just really add a just another element of encouragement and insight to you as caregivers. So in jumping right into today's podcast, I want to address a question that came in to me from a son who is caring for his mom. A mom had a fall maybe three months ago and she didn't need surgery, but she did have like a hairline fracture in her leg and she has been receiving occupational and physical therapy at home and they've been there and they are starting to wind down and their business are getting less because they're phasing out the home health therapy because mom has really sort of come to a point where she's no longer making any significant progress and son is really needing to go back to work and he's saying that she hasn't made the progress that was expected by the therapist because mom is not very compliant with the exercise program that the therapists have left in place and she tends to be more dependent on him to do things for her and he's been there now just over two months with her being back home and has not been able to work and he's in need of returning to work because he says he has a whole stack of bills at his house and his mortgage company is not too pleased with the fact that he's not been able to pay a mortgage payment in two months. And he wants to know what are his options for just trying to look at going back to work, but yet mom has, he feels, has not put up enough of the needed effort. To be better along in her progress with returning to her level of independence. So, son, thank you for the call in to the podcast. And I just wanna start by saying thanks for being there for your mom. But, you know, your situation is quite a common one for caregivers who must work. And how do you balance caregiving and needing to go back to a job? And I will just sort of fill in some of the the blanks as we go along in the conversation that a son is a painter. So he does indoor and outdoor interior and exterior house painting. And so it's really not a job he can do from home. He has to be able to go to work. And without that income, he's really in a financial deficit right now. So what do you do when mom is not able to be as safe as she needs to be. He indicated that mom can walk, but she's prone to lose her balance at times and she does have occasionally a little lightheadedness. And because of that, son has to follow her as she's walking to the bathroom and in the event that she does lose her balance. While she doesn't lose her balance often, it does occur and it does make it unsafe for her to be at home. So what do you do? when you do have that weakness and those and the tendency to be lightheaded and what I want to propose that be considered is that mom use a wheelchair when you're not there. And I can say that to you all who are listening in having to get more information from son, they have a wheelchair in the home, the wheelchair does fit into the bathroom and Mom um, prefers to walk to the bathroom, which I I do love that part when he when she can be there supervised. But what happens what happens when no one's there? How can she safely get from the bedroom to the bathroom? And the option has to be that she uses the wheelchair. You know, my first option would be: Can there be a bedside mode used? At the bedside, Sun has already indicated she does not want to use a bedside commode that she wants to walk to the bathroom. But unfortunately, that is the only walking that she does, and she doesn't put up any effort to do any extra walking or exercising as prescribed by the therapist in the home. Well, if you're only going to the bathroom three to four times a day, and while that is exercise, it is not enough to make you strong enough where you can possibly you know get over those deficits that are there in your balance so my proposal first of all is son is there anyone that you can reach out to siblings neighbors anyone who can come over there for short periods of time to be with her as you've indicated you would even consider going back to work part-time and in his response to that question was no, while he does have other siblings, they have not stepped up to the bat and that no one is offered any financial support and they do not have the means of hiring someone to be in the home. So we've already asked those questions and we've explored options of, is there any veterans benefits? And are there any other fundings through maybe Medicaid that can be applied for? And son is in the process of seeking assistance with qualifying for some in-home care through the Medicaid state program, but he has yet to receive receive any, any results from that application yet. So it goes now to, is it safe to leave mom at home? And in answering those questions, we have to look at her cognitive status. Is she aware of her surroundings? Is she able to make safe decisions? And all of those answers have been yes from son, that mom can balance her checkbook, mom can do all types of things, but her motivations for walking has just not been there. So in knowing that she's cognitively intact, Then there needs to be some boundaries that can be put in place right now with mom in the way of establishing a routine for her while son is still there and while the therapists are still there that they can fine tune and encourage and sort of set in place. And that would be my recommendation of mom using a wheelchair. While that seems like a regression to say mom shouldn't be walking, it it just seems to be the safe option for her if mom can go from her bed to the wheelchair and roll to the bathroom, that that's a safer option than trying to walk the distance to the bathroom. So in those conversations that I've had with son, mom has no 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 bathroom in her bedroom. And the closest bathroom is probably out of the bedroom down the hall to the hall bathroom. And that gives enough space where she can possibly fall. Son says she has consistently been able to go from out just inside the bathroom door to walk into the toilet and has not lost her balance. And there is a grab bar and mom does really great inside of the bathroom once she is there. So in knowing that, I wanna propose that you start a sort of an action plan where mom can agree to just be using the wheelchair when son is not home. That means out of the bed or off the sofa, into the wheelchair, and into the bathroom. That seems to be a safer option than mom attempting To walk that distance in the home by herself and with that in mind being able to get into the wheelchair safely and that means watching her making sure she consistently sets it up properly that she locks it before she gets in or out of the wheelchair that she's knowing how to engage and disengage the brakes in order to properly move the wheelchair around. And if she can do that, then she can easily in the wheelchair, go into the kitchen and heat up a meal that you have left prepared in a refrigerator that she can put into a microwave that's on the countertop. So we've discussed all of those things and son is saying the house is totally, totally accessible to the wheelchair and there should be no problems with that. So that is going to be my recommendation if if mom is to be left at home during the day, is that she do it from a wheelchair level and that while the therapist and son are there that they do go through all of this process with her to make sure she's safe. And son, I wanna caution you not to wait on her meaning when she needs water, she's to get in the wheelchair, roll to the kitchen, get her water, and then take it back to her bed. These little things that she needs that you're being her hands and feet to do tasks for her, that you wean yourself away from that and start setting up the environment where she can be safe, where she can roll in her wheelchair. And if she's safe to stand, lock the wheelchair and stand briefly to do things and then sit back down. If you can set up the environment where she can work from a wheelchair level while you are not at home, it brings in the opportunity for you when you get there on the weekends in the evenings or the times when you're not working that you all can work on her walking. And while she's in the wheelchair, she can still do sitting exercises to exercise her legs she's on the bed, she can do exercises on the bed that can help to maintain her leg strength. So I want you to try that with the assistance from the therapists who are still in the home now. And as an added benefit, you can also, with the use of cameras, be able to remotely monitor mom. As another plus is that son lives across the street. So he can actually... With the camera system, I mean you don't have to be right across the street, but for just for now just being close enough that where he's monitoring her and even monitoring her from another part of the House and watching her do things and not getting up and being tempted to do things for her. is the things that you want to start to do now and really going through a routine of what are the things that she's going to have to do while you're home and making sure she knows how to activate the phones and she knows how to keep everything in place so that she can notify people in the event of an emergency. So that's why I would start, son, and just sit back and watch and see if you safely feel that that is an option for you is allowing mom to just function at the wheelchair level when you're not there and maybe with you slowly starting off on the part-time basis of being away from the home and she feeling a little bit more comfortable with doing things without your assistance then it'd be something that you all can build onto and continue to explore options of getting help. You know, is there someone from church who can come in and and be there an hour or so a day with her when you're not there? And just slowly trying to just increase or build your team of support that can come in and help you to take care of her. So start there and see what happens and look definitely call back and see if there's anything else that I can... Lend some advice towards, and I'm so grateful that the therapists are still there. So I, I'm I'm feeling comfortable that with them already in the home, they've already looked at safety things in the home as far as what are the risks, or is the bathroom properly set up, or are the are the grab bars in place where they need to be, so that she can do those transfers when you are not there um, to assist her in the home. So look, thanks for the question and. Call back and I'll be glad to add any additional information that you may need. Okay, well, that was the question for today. And I just want to encourage caregivers to continue to call in, ask a question. And as we are expanding on the podcast and adding in other guests to the podcast, it's going to bring in opportunities for you to call in and even ask a more wider range of questions that can be answered here on the podcast. So look, stay tuned and I will be giving more information about the, the guests that will be coming up on the show so that you will be able to even call in and have some questions available that that expert can answer when they are on the podcast with me. So look, thanks for tuning in today. And I'll see you again on the next show. And thank you so much for being a caregiver and now also take care of yourself. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Caregivers Finding a Foothold. We hope you found information that was useful and encouraging to you. And we want to invite you to visit the website, findingafoothold.com and look at the resources that are available to you there. And also, we encourage you to follow us on our social media accounts, findingthefoothold.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And thank you so much for being a caregiver. And our desire is that you find your foothold in caregiving. Thank you so much. And we'll see you again on next episode. Take care.